0: Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidriot podcast with yours truly, Sidra Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece and as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. So let's get started. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you, God, for what you've done with us this weekend and how you have blessed us and how you have helped us and how you have guided us. Father, for those of us that are going through trials and tribulations, I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit um, just bless upon them, Lord God, and help them, Lord Father, through these difficult times as we're learning a brand new section, Lord Father, a brand new session um, and a brand new season. So, Father, I just thank you for this time and let's get your message speak to us, Lord God, like directly to us and let us know what you want us to learn. In the name of your mighty son, Jesus. Today is Proverbs 27, number uh, uh, verse 9. Chapter 27, verse 9. And let me, let me put on this little light here so that we can, you know, see. And so it says this. Proverbs 27, 9 says, Perfume and incest brings joy to the heart. Perfume and incense, right? Brings joy to the heart. And the, pl- and the ple- pleasantness of a friend springs from the heartfelt advice. I'm going to read that again. Perfume and incense brings joy to the heart. And the pleasantness of a friend springs from the heartfelt advice. So what does that mean? Okay, I wrote it down this morning. I was reading this and I was like, hmm. So here's what I've got. Perfume and incense brings joy to the heart. We all know that when, when a room smells um, wonderful, if you're able to tolerate the sense, right? Because some um, people are allergic. Um, it smells so good when you walk into a room. Sometimes, especially in the spring, right? You know, when you open the door and you just feel the breeze of the, the morning, the morning breeze, that spring breeze. It smells wonderful. It brings joy. It brings um, um, peacefulness. It reminds you of good things, right? So that's what that means. And then it says, and the pleasantness of a friend springs from a heartfelt advice and so what I'm what I'm interpreting and this is my interpretation is that when we have friends that are there for us we have friends that we truly love their advice should be heartfelt right something that maybe you need to talk with someone now remember I always say go to God first right but there's always sometimes that you just need to talk to someone you just need to let it out And so um, um, those true friends will give you heartfelt um, advice. They will actually listen. They will be there for you. They will pray for you. They will pray with you. Um, Those are true friends. And that brings pleasantness to the heart. It's kind of the same thing as an aroma, an an incense, um, um, you know, all the the perfumes and the um, um, diffusers and all that stuff that brings that smell, that comfort smell. When you have a friend that you truly, truly love and that you guys have built a wonderful relationship, their advice, especially when you're talking and sharing, should be heartfelt, not judgmental. So if you are a friend, or, um, um, and you have a friend when you're sharing, when you're talking to them and they're telling you their issues or they're telling you something, be there as a friend, pray for them, love on them, you know, but give them those heartfelt advices, not your opinion advices, no heartfelt advices, things that you know for sure. It's like this person, um, um, you know, what have you, especially, especially, if both of you um, um, follow Christ, right? Because that's where it—that's where the conversation has to go. Like, wh- how do you feel about this with the God? Have you talked to God about it? You know, let me pray for you about it. What does the Bible say about it? Like that. Those are true, true heartfelt conversations and advice, so that together you can grow. That's what I got out of that. Hope that was helpful. Moving right along. <laughs> if you're here, say hello to me. If you're not, I understand. Um, You could always hashtag replay if you don't see this little red button. So I know that you came back. And so this is a brand new week, August 28th, a brand new week. And so we have a brand new section and a brand new topic. And our topic is going to be on salvation, right? Salvation. This is a brand new topic, salvation. And so today for August 28th, it says deepest mercy, deepest mercy. I'm going to read it real quickly. Everyone falls short of my glory. Yet my grace sheds mercy on all those who came to to a place of repentance. I'm going to read that again. Everyone falls short of my glory. Yet my grace sheds mercy on all those who come to a place of repentance. I want you to always remember the price that has been paid for your sins. Past, present, or future. those sins once forgiven can so easily return so my mercy is new every morning when you come to the cross you can leave your sins at the foot of it and be cleansed your sins have been nailed to your to the cross the price has been paid and there is no longer any room for guilt and shame or shame, let go of what I already have, and worked diligently at building an in, an intimate relationship with me, and build an intimate relationship with me. You will need to draw close to me each and every moment of your life, clinging to my word and diligently living out the faith you pro- profess. Mm. You cannot live to, you cannot live the life you're called to if your own in your own strength but you can rely on the strength that Christ gives you so that you can experience my glory you have been justified now you must be sacrificed sanctified excuse me now you might, must be sanctified changed from glory to glory live in the joy i've given you you've been redeemed and the Bible verse is Romans 5:9, and it says, Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. You know, and there's a couple of things here that I wanted to share that really um, um, hit home, and I thought this was awesome. Number one that I want to repeat says, I want you to always remember that the price has been paid for your sins already. The price has been paid. It says for your past sins, your present sins, and your future sins. And I wanted to share that because so many of us are stuck in that. Oh, well, um, I don't think God can forgive me because of what I've done. It doesn't matter what he doesn't say in the Bible. That doesn't say if you're an adulterer, you cannot be, um, 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 forgiven. but If you're a murderer, you cannot be forgiven. But if you're a liar, you can be forgiven. There's no, there's no, um, um, ba- there's no uh, um, weight to which sin is, is, is bigger or, or greater than the other one. It's not, not an, according to the word of God in the law, obviously here and the government. Yes. If you're a murderer, then there's a price to pay. And if you're a liar, well, there's always a price to pay, but not like a murderer. But in the word of God, it says that your sins are your sins and you're forgiven for all of them. It doesn't matter what sin it is. It doesn't matter that it was done in the past. It doesn't matter that it was done presently. It doesn't matter if it's done in the future. And here's the thing. Because he gives us mercy. He says if if the sin you, made, you did in the past, you currently do it. Um, are still doing it or you've done it again. You have mercy every morning every morning that means that every morning is a new day every morning he's already forgiven you you must ask for forgiveness by the way for him to forgive you but that's um um that's what what it says here he's forgiven us so why are you carrying that cross with you why carry the cross he says here you've got to put listen you've got to leave your sins at the foot of it of the cross of the foot of the cross you got to leave the sins there stop carrying with them when you're feeling guilty and then it says here here the price has been paid and there is no longer any room for guilt or shame so what i'm trying to say is if you're carrying this cross of guilt or shame or that you're no better that god doesn't love you that god is won't forgive you you're doing that upon yourself because you're not listening to what the word of god says and the word of God says that he has already forgiven you for all of your sins. Stop carrying that cross. That comes from the enemy. He wants you to feel guilty all the time. Guilt and shame, those are all lies from the enemy. That's not from God. He's saying right here that, that you should not have, there's no room for it. You've got to move on because God has a purpose for you. Every time that we stay with that sin and that guilt in our hearts, we're not moving forward. We're not being able to do his will. He says here, you cannot live the life you are called to in your own strength. But you can rely on the strength that Christ gives you so that you can experience my glory. You have been justified. Now you must be sanctified changed from glory to glory live in the joy I've given you he's telling you live in that joy stop being sad or depressed or angry I know that it's you're probably saying to yourself it's easier said than done of course it is if it was easy everybody would be in joy but then get figure out how to do that talk to someone that has experienced that that has gotten that talk to me I can help you with that that's why I'm a life coach I've been able to help a lot of people. But also know that I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna teach you in regards to what the word of God says. So if you don't like that, then you gotta pray about that. Because he's gonna lead you to me anyway. Okay, so you've been redeemed. Do you know what redeem means? Redeem means saved or rescued. It's it means given a second chance. It means taken away from what you used to do, and, ho- and 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 it's holding you back from what you were. You're redeemed. You're saved. You've been rescued by Jesus Christ when he died on that cross. Deepest mercy is what this title is. That deepest mercy is there if you want it. I think a lot of people don't understand what, how much more power we have with how we actually think and feel. God's given us that free will. And the word of God teaches us how to live it. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for all that you've done. I pray, Lord God, that, that this message has touched someone, that, that this has allowed someone to understand that there's no room for shame and guilt. There's no room for things that, for us to be thinking about the past, because you've forgiven us for the past. You forgave us for what we did yesterday and this morning already, that we need to put it in the cross. That's how we ask for forgiveness. Put it at the foot of the cross and then say, Lord, we I, I ask for forgiveness, Father. I pray, Father, that you lead me to stop doing the things that I'm doing that are not worthy of you that are not in alignment with you and teach me to become a better person and father thank you because you sacrificed your son for us and so we need to make sure we remember that when we're thinking of those shameful times or we're guilty about what we've done or we start thinking and getting depressed because we feel that we're not worthy we are worthy you send your son to die on the cross for us we are worthy because of that So thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. We pray and we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. And so thank you for everything. Thank you for hanging out with us. And I'll be here tomorrow. Bye-bye.